0: hi hello hello how you doing so good (laughs) so good that tapered off real hard to the wine about birth podcast we are three birth professionals
1: and best friends thank god we're best friends
0: and we're here
2: to talk about what it's really like to live in the world of birth it's not all glitter and rainbows or as we like to say it's a lot more shit than giggles and A lot more shit. So much shit. <laughs> I'm Kim Haynes, midwife at a busy birth center and small home birth practice. I'm
1: Meredith Rout, also a midwife and nurse at the same small home birth practice.
0: And I'm Jess McKee. I'm a doula for clients in and out of the hospital and also a birth assistant. You guys, at your... Amazing out of hospital practice. Our practice. Our practice. That's right. But you guys are the midwives. Oh
2: wait, we are a part of it.
1: Yes. (laughs) We do it together. We doing it and doing it and doing it. So I'm gonna just
0: start by saying that like um all of us have had some like really crazy stuff going on lately. (laughs) Um so our energy might feel weird today. Really weird. We're really weird to each other right now. (laughs) Yeah. Um We
1: probably shouldn't be recording today, but we're gonna do it anyway.
0: Uh Meredith has been having all the shit. I've been having all the giggles. Kim's been riding the middle road like she always does.
2: Somewhere in between. I don't know where I am. Um,
0: But yeah, I just got back from Key West. I went and spent a fabulous two days in the sunshine, which really was helpful for me. It sounds Mm -hmm. helpful.
2: Yeah, you got a amazing. lot of vitamin D. I did. So which much. is really important yeah. for your overall health and for fighting COVID
1: and for getting rid of jaundice if that should happen while you're in Key West. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and I can't go to Key West, so I'm taking vitamin D that Nikki recommended.
0: Oh. I also uh had a lot of zinc because I ate happy hour so oysters. Many oysters. <laughs>
1: Really? we love that you went to some of our haunts from last time I we did. were there that makes me really happy and jealous
0: biking by the places where i saw you guys and getting really happy and also sad because i missed you guys so
2: much
1: <laughs> i would like to make a collage of all the photos of you drinking from a coconut in key west i think that would bring my heart <laughs> so much joy to have like a collage of you with those photos in my
2: house and then next to it could be a collage of all my anxiety attacks <laughs> Were you like, oh, all of your like, like lip there's funguses? The ben- yeah, <laughs> there's the bench where Kim had that. 12 o'clock anxiety attack. <laughs> remember that, when remember you had that? your head
0: between your knees and you were breathing heavy into my old coconut
2: shell? Remember when that was happening? That was fun.
0: <laughs> that didn't really yeah, I'm going to get my redemption. It was pretty damn
2: close, though. I'm going to get my redemption Key West trip one day.
1: You are We going could also to. do a collage of me starting to try fights with men. That would be a fun one,
2: too. <laughs> we are a hot... We are such a hot...
1: Threesome head. of a mess... <laughs> that sounds the, that sounds like something we don't want to the the
0: the next trip sounds like it's gonna be really fun yeah yeah
1: um
2: they so always I, do so, so anyway God, you're so negative and they
1: always are <laughs> for me anyway yeah it's just on the up and
0: up right now so I'm telling you um so anyway today's topic is one that I love this topic because there's so many times I go to births and you watch these people like, like really tap into this well of strength Mm -hmm. that they just
2: start pulling from it.
0: Didn't even realize was there, Mm -hmm. and it's like.
1: And we know it's there and we try to tell them it's there all through their prenatal care and they just like have no context for it. So they don't get it. And then when you finally see you're like, God, I wish they recognize what they're doing right now because it's amazing.
0: (laughs) And yeah, it's like but birth brings us to a place where you can tell somebody they have strength inside of them. But even we don't realize how strong a woman can be even. And like we always are surprised. Yeah, and I've seen it because it'll be like, how is this woman still doing, or how is this person still doing what they're doing, and... They just keep going. I think
2: that's what it's part of the reason we're so addicted to birth is because we get to see witness people. Yeah, we get to see that strength that people have in labor that you wouldn't typically see. I always
1: tell people my job is very selfish. Like even though we give a lot, like we get such a high also from witnessing people in their time like that. But it is like it's like
0: superhuman strength comes out. It's crazy, and it's not just the
1: strength too. It's like witnessing people's intuition. Like um, this last birth, like we'll tell this birth story eventually, but like this last birth we did, she kept saying like I don't know what I'm doing. Just tell me what to do. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, girl, you're doing it. They all do that. Like you're doing literally everything
0: on your own. Like, and they just have no idea they're even doing it. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: And so I think that because when people are having easy births or fast births or you know births where nothing goes uh, wrong they still have so much strength. Uh, Yeah. Well, maybe the reason it is not, everything's
1: going so well is because they're like allowing themselves to access that strength and like really going
0: primal and letting themselves just rock it out, you know? But I also really see the strength of people when it is not all going well and when it's not going smoothly and those are fighting really the times when it's like everything inside of you You just give everything you have, yeah. You get so invested. So, those are the stories we're going to talk about today because we have two different birth stories that are the completely extreme opposite, but they're showing how these women were so strong in the moment in different ways. And I want to say, like.
1: I'm glad we're sharing these two stories, but I also want to just say like I feel like every story that we share is that like that's what this podcast is about. It's just like celebrating the strength of these people who are birthing and yeah, I just want to say like even Mm -hmm. if your story is not being told on this episode, just know that like your stories for every episode are a part of this conversation too. I
0: I just want to put a disclaimer out there right now that... um. We are really trying to be politically correct during this episode because we realize that not all birthing people are women. The two people we are talking about today are definitely women, yeah. um, and so you keep hearing us go to say "women birthing women," um, and then correcting ourselves to birthing people. Um, I think that if we continue to say "women," now it's I more think the context of it's the context of, the, the, people that context that of the people that we serve, while also realizing that that is not the reality for everybody right yeah that's a really great thing to
2: say Jess I think one of the craziest things about birth for me and and they all do it it's like you'll be watching them and just sometimes I just watch women or anyway I'll be watching a woman yes just start it right there Mm -hmm. (laughs) you're not gonna do it are you no okay in labor and they're like, pu- like when Jen was pushing like, oh my gosh. so hard yeah. and I'm like, how is she doing that? Or like when I'm pulling on a rebozo and I'm like, they're going to pull me right into their vagina yeah. and I'm going to be there forever. And then later they're like, <laughs> God, I was so weak. I'm so embarrassed. Or yeah. I can't believe mm-hmm. how whiny I was. How or, or how loud I was. Right. And I'm like, what? And it's just, it just goes to show how we have such a hard time, like giving ourselves you know, credit. the credit the cre- we deserve. Right. And, and we like, do that no. for every part of our lives.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear that all the time that people think that they weren't good enough or they weren't. And it it's weird for me, too, because I know I had one of those births where people were like, how is she still going? Oh, I will never and forget now it. Now it's like looking back on how I felt. And when I'm at a birth where the person is going through what I went through, it's still for me is like how is she still going? How is this person Uh, so strong? Because even for us as the attendants who are doing, nothing really except for being there right. it's like oh my god this is hard this is you know we're yeah. just like I haven't slept in so long yeah and we like we have coffee. to tamp that down
1: real hard because we're like we don't get to fucking say that right no. now so no. tough it out bitch All right. All right. That's
2: about, right. Like postpartum when we're like doing the exam and we bring them some food and mm-hmm. they'll always be like I'm so sorry I'll bet you're exhausted and I'm like we always just laughing in their faces I did not just push a baby out of my yeah. vagina I'm gonna leave here and go sleep for 10 hours whereas you're yeah. gonna still have to you get have up Every hour, and take yeah. care of your baby. <laughs> yes. yes.
0: So I think we have to dive right in, like a muff. And so we're going to tell the story first. And these are both birth stories that happened within the last couple weeks because we've had some births going on. Um, so th- this first story is the birth story of Jane. And <laughs> see I- dear Jane sweet birth. Jane.
2: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jane pushes hard. <laughs> push, 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 Jane. Push, Jane, push. <laughs> What is Dick doing
2: right now? <laughs> Dick, Dick has played its part already. <laughs> Hear Gary make inappropriate jokes. Joke, Gary, joke.
1: Ha, ha, ha. Oh, my God. That was way too much fun. I know.
2: <laughs> it
0: was really too Well, much Jane, fun. I
2: hope you in- enjoy this childhood rendition of your birth <laughs> of your
0: birth so jane um she was a very she or is a very special person to me uh, we worked together in my practice before she worked as a postpartum doula in flourish birth services and so when she got pregnant and she wanted to like hire me as her doula i felt very very honored You're like to me? be there yeah. like yeah and i was and she isn't she the sweetest human
2: being yeah, on the face really of the is. planet yeah. like and her, are, her kids her are crids. like awesome, batshit crazy like mine. And her daughter's <laughs> head is shaved like Evie's used to be. Love so I'm it. like,
0: soulmates, <laughs> Yeah. And so this is her third baby. And um, she decided she wanted to have a home birth for this one, um, which that she came around to that slowly. At first, it was going to be a center birth. And then they decided to have a home birth. And I know that. Me going into it, I kept thinking this birth is going to be so easy. It's so going to be fast. so fast. Like, she's just going to pop that kid out like nothing even happened. Um, and so that is not what happened. Um, but, like, what did happen, I got to see so much strength pouring out of her. Yeah. So I will say I got called at 1130 at night. Um, and... So I headed to her house, and when I got to her house, she was laboring on the toilet like a boss. And so I texted Kim, because you were the midwife, and I was like... I am. (laughs) You are. Sometimes I forget that. (laughs) And so I texted Kim, and I was like, listen, she is laboring on the toilet hardcore. Like, you probably have a little bit more time but probably head this way sounds like she could be getting into transition like we're probably going to be having a baby soon so kim headed that direction pretty quickly like you got there what an hour after me
2: i think so if that yeah i'm not sure i could probably look I could probably we had look a whole conversation
0: sometimes. together on the phone because she had left her baby scale somewhere and didn't have one.
2: Oh my god that was so funny yeah and i said oh my gosh, I don't have my scale. Should I go to the center or should I come right there?
0: Yeah. And so I kept going back and forth be like, I think you have time to go to the center. That last contraction, I don't know. She's like, I'll just head there. Then she's like, I'm almost there. Do I have time? I'm like, I think you have to, oh, I'm not sure. Forget it. I'm getting off the exit. (laughs) I'll be there in five minutes. And so she gets there and comes in and here's Jane on the toilet. Yeah.
2: And I thought, good decision. Yeah. I would not have made it.
0: Yeah. And that was not what happened. You could have bought, you could have gone back and forth like and gotten 10 that times. scale lots and lots and <laughs> lots, lots of, of times. times. And so she's laboring, and then her labor started to do a thing, which we weren't expecting her to have a posterior baby because her baby had not been posterior in her appointments up until that point.
2: No. Baby um, was actually in... An awesome position. And super low. Yeah. With her labor pattern, like, posterior and so I was just pink. So that's not when we was, first got there. When oh, we okay. first got
0: there, it was not. But then it started to do a thing where it was like she would have really, really hard, like, oh, we're going to have a baby any Here moment. Here comes.
2: We're pushing. She's and in the tub. It's and happening. And then, then it would,
0: like, ease off. Mm-hmm. So
2: we recognized right off the bat what was happening because... We have done way too many of those births.
0: I think I was in denial. I was like, that's not what's happening. She's just, you know, she, her brain's just coming around and having a baby. It's going to happen any moment. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like the the por- the
1: like the proportion of posterior to anterior is actually sh- actually shifted into more posterior yeah, than I, not. I don't, really. I don't get it.
0: Well, so many. And she wasn't having a classically posterior birth because she wasn't having back pain. Um,
2: her back didn't hurt, but shortly after we got there, I would say... After after that first time of not pushing when we thought she was gonna push like she like we I even went through my whole this is what you're gonna feel this yep. is normal mm-hmm. and then it tapered off and then from that moment on I was like this kid is posterior yep. you need to do your thing Jess whatever yep. that is do it <laughs>
1: whatever magic you do you unicorn
0: so we did some like um we did we did do some like rebozo sifting and some hands and knees and some shaking the apples um and then like her labor would pick up or then we'd be like okay let's do some side lying and just rest and her labor would pick up so this went on she didn't end up having her baby until
2: well we got there around one
0: i got there at like 12 30 12
2: 30 okay i got there at 1 15 and then she ended up not having her baby until actually noon almost noon yeah so it was, it was like 11 hours yeah of nonsense
0: yeah and she had been having strong labor since she called me so it was like 12 hours for her um of really strong like could I be pushing out my baby any point in time and I want to focus on a little bit how hard that is emotionally when you keep going from like my baby's about to come out to uh maybe you should lay on your side and rest a little bit over and over, It's like having so many flashbacks to
1: oh burst right gosh. now, it's
2: stressing me out so and much. So I, I can't I, imagine being a
1: mom in that situation. I pulled
2: up her um, just for fun, and it looked like at so at one fifteen, I thought, "I'm um, thank God I came right here because she's about to have her baby." And then at two forty five, so an hour and a half later, is when they really started to like get short, yeah, and do their thing. That's all yeah. weird,
0: and so um. Yeah, we I, I don't I can't remember all the details, but it was like all night it was like labor picks up, we sit on the toilet, we do sideline, yes. labor picks up, we get in the tub, labor slows down. Um, and it just kept happening over and over and over again. And she just kept going and going and going. And going. And going. She was like she the energizer bunny yeah. of birth.
2: There was never even a complaint. We were like, do this. Okay. Like yeah. wow.
0: Not a, and so at one point in the morning, so we finally it was like we had her in the wee hours of the morning, so right before the sun rises, um, doing the thing again where she does side lying and rests and then when she was going to go wake up, we were like, OK, listen, we're going to do all the stuff. And I want to post pictures of this because
2: she was literally upside down. She
0: had been in labor for so long and we're like, this is what we're going to do. And she was getting to the end of her rope like mm-hmm. we're going to do an inversion, which we have a picture of this. She it, did you
1: do like the knees on the couch or did you yes, do the- knees
0: on the couch all the way to the floor on her elbows. We have a picture of her doing it. She was contracting while you're doing this. Ugh, yes. I can't imagine. We did sideline releases. We did shake the apples. We did knee chest. We did sitting backwards on a chair. Like, we were telling her what to do, and she just kept. Yeah. And I, for somebody who hasn't given birth, like, or even if you have given birth, like, even for me when i'm telling people to do it i'm like i feel like the biggest oh my gosh like the bitch gonna... in the history of ever like yeah. and you're just
1: kind of waiting for them to tap out also because yeah. like it'd be so fucking understandable like i'm done for you like this yeah. is insane
0: like, like i'm falling got... asleep right now and yeah. you are
2: on your you are and upside was, down right. having contractions and it was like i think right before we did the inversions yeah um we all like because she was nine centimeters we i finally decided like to check her yeah to ask her like do you want to see where we're at and so she actually was at nine centimeters for several hours yeah but it, we you got to that point where it was like super intense she even tried pushing on the toilet like mm-hmm. all this stuff was happening and then it started to slow down yeah so <sighs> we found her to be nine um, but she had a lip or something. Um, and at some point there was a little bit of like swelling on the lip. Yes. And so she then slept, she took a nap. She went from pushing mm-hmm. on the toilet and then did some in the tub. We checked her. That I'm happened like, a couple happening? times. Yes. Like several times. Well, I
1: feel like that just speaks to one, how fucking tired they are when they're still doing that stuff on the toilet. You know what I mean? Right. like, women switch back and forth those energies so much and it just speaks to how tired they are yeah like they're still giving it all they've got and they're pushing and they're really like, giving yes. 100% but yet when you like ask them to sleep because it's actually what they need right now they can like yeah. that's crazy
2: that was at like 6 30 in the morning yeah. so she had been pushing not pushing up down for like six hours at that point five yeah. hours um, and so I know, like, just, even
0: we were all tired. Like you and Katie were napping in the other room. She's like trying
2: to snuggle me because I we only had one big blanket.
0: I was laying. Me and her husband were like. She was laying on the couch in the side lying position, like the runner's pose or whatever. And I was by her feet and butt and so like when she would wake up and have a contraction I would like rub did her you do the toe thing I did do the toe <laughs> thing that was later but I would like wake up and I'd like rub her butt and like talk her through the like contraction and then as soon as she stopped I'd be like would pass out on the couch so I'm like
2: I'm tired right oh now. yeah like Gary I was sitting on the floor I'm exhausted next- Gary was on the floor next to her head with his head on the couch yeah. next to her head and I, was- I took a picture of it I Aww. sent it to you <laughs> It's, it was terrible. So she went from like, I'm push- pushing my baby out to napping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Out cold. Up again. Contractions picking up again, which is when you were like, we're doing the inversion. All the things. Like, we're doing all the all things. But all the things. And all the when things- you, Sorry, go on. When you said reverse cowgirl, Gary and I, it was everything we could do. <laughs> Wait, I'm what? Like, What's happening? Did I say is reverse, I'm reverse backwards cowgirl? cowgirl? Is that
1: sitting backwards on the toilet? What no, is-
2: because we had her do an inversion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you were like, we're going to do it for one contraction. And I was like, no, no just stay there for as long as you can. And then when you can't hold yourself up anymore, you're going to the chi- climb to the chair, climb to the chair, crawling, climb up. And you were like, you're going to reverse cowgirl on the chair. Did yes. I say that? Yes. And oh, tired like, just... Is it a good time or not a good time? I to make don't remember
0: that. I must <laughs> have been. Hilarious. I must have been so tired. Yeah. My brain just like shot into like weird inappropriate mode. It was so, <laughs> and
2: I was like, all right, that's uh, what we're doing. Honestly though, like try to a describe a cowgirl
1: to someone and then just say reverse cowgirl right you probably saved everybody a lot of confusion <laughs> and time by just being honest and saying reverse cowgirl. and i
2: mean i don't know why but she knew exactly what you meant so <laughs> she's like i got this I'm oh i got that do what backwards on a chair what oh reverse cowgirl <laughs> got it i see go, no jane go. go see jane go see jane reverse cowgirl go <laughs> I have to make a scrapbook of
0: this. (laughs) so We're going to do a Dick and Jane book of Jane's birth.
2: (laughs) So you did all that stuff
0: and it wasn't working. And so after we did all those things, we're like, okay, it's not working. It's still not working. We're going to go back into the runners laying on your side position. And I mean, like lying on your side sounds really restful, but it's it's not freaking awful. It's not. It doesn't feel good. And so then finally, as she's laying on her side, She's getting to the point now where like she's at she's the end of her rope, it. she's yeah. at the end of her rope, like she had been saying several times, like I don't think I can do this anymore, like I don't know what to do like she she was definitely getting to the point where she's like reaching her done zone, and we can see it happening, and we're trying to be like supportive um because we I wanted this birth for her. we had even so called, bad. Um, you
2: had texted Dr. D. That's right. He was going to come and he was going to do all the things like, can you see if Daryl will come? And he was going to come and adjust
0: her at the house to see if it did anything. And so I ended up like having to call him back and be like, don't come. I think that she's pushing. Yeah. So anyway, so then she uh, once again, she
2: did have a really swollen lip, which is what you said. Yeah. So the the second time I checked her, it was a very swollen lip, which we gave Benadryl for, Mm -hmm. which is freaking awesome. And had her lay on her side. Had her lay on her side. Um, and then we called Dr. D like last ditch effort. Why did we not do this before? Let's call Daryl. See if he'll come over all the things. And then. So
0: then she, what, she go out to the toilet and then I had been texting Daryl. Yeah. And so then we we're like, okay, let's go back to the couch. Kim was like, let me just check you again. Because and we, see we were what's talking happening.
2: about transferring. Yeah. She, like, she finally was like, I, can literally not do this anymore yes. like this is i've been doing all the things for i mean at that yep. point it'd been like eight hours it was, was
0: god awful done done
2: and um and i was like okay and we had talked her into letting dr d come adjust her and yes. she was willing to do all the things yeah so he was i don't know what time he was going to come but then he was she, supposed to be
0: there at like 11 30
2: okay and so we i just said why don't we just See if we can push past it. Yeah. Like if you're done and you're telling me you're you're thinking about transferring, mm-hmm. I hear you. I'll, I mean, I will package you up and drive you myself at this point. But yeah. let's just try one time pushing. And so you checked her, and that's when the Benadryl and stuff had worked. So she still had a lip. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a pretty good sized lip, but I could move it really easily. The swelling
0: wasn't there the way it had no. been before, and so you're like, let's
2: just try and push. Just can you do it? And she was like. Yes, I can. Yeah. And she really did oh she power-housed yeah, awesome. it. so we power-housed had her it. so so
0: so funny some of the things that happened was like we had gotten her to put on like shorts and stuff because we thought daryl was showing up at any time and right. i was like let's not have you be walking around like in all your glory when Payless. daryl comes in <laughs> i mean you go <laughs> right ahead if you want to but if you don't so, want that we'll, we'll so that. she was wearing shorts and stuff and so she gets on the couch and and the shorts were kind of loose so kim was able to just check her without taking off the shorts
2: and so i she's really like, wasn't expecting much of a change or yeah or anything because she was so exhausted and i yep. thought
1: how much can one human being That's hilarious i didn't know she take. she still had shorts on oh, yeah she was okay. pushing with That's her hilarious. shorts and, and, oh, that so, and
0: so then she just started pushing with her shorts and kim was like so kim held the lip back you held the lip back yeah. and the baby came down right past the past the and lip. i was like
2: oh my god you did it oh
0: my god oh my it's god it's happening
2: you're doing with it with the baby
0: fully still fully posterior. posterior yeah, yeah. And so then we're Kim was like, now's the time when we take off your shorts. And she's like, I'm not moving. This is working. I'm not moving Her <laughs> head was in that space where yeah, she's like, if, if I get anything. An anything
2: different, right? It's going to stop. stop
0: again. It's the shorts. So it's I'm not shorts. moving. So like, I'm like,
2: that's cool. Let's have a baby through some shorts. Yeah, I think that would be fun. Yes. You're
1: like as long as this kid comes out, I don't really care what we have to do. So no. we
2: ended up having to
0: cut the shorts she's like, off. Cut them off. Like, cut them oh, off. She's, cut the wait, shorts what off. What did you use to cut them off? Scissors.
2: That's. Hilarious. They were super thin, like cheeky shorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah but that's she. She
0: did not want to take off her shorts. Just cut
2: them. She said. cut them oh. off. Cut them off. And I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> cut
0: those. Somebody <laughs> I, cut this
1: girl's shorts off. I hope she kept those shorts. <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, Made a baby blanket out of them.
0: So then, so even after the lip was gone, like because the baby was fully posterior, like yeah, she had posterior. to push so hard. So she started out pushing on like her back, uh, with you holding the lip. Yeah, and then which she is, did ask
2: to change. She asked. At, eventually yes
0: so but she wanted to stay there for a while Mm -hmm. and then once the baby came past that lip and a little bit down under the pubic bone I think at some point we were like you could get in hands and knees now but her strength like how hard she had to push to get this baby down after she had been doing all the things and she was in such a mind space where it's like this is talking about the strength of women where it's like you've been doing all these things and the baby hasn't been coming the baby hasn't been coming and then when the baby finally starts to come she is still just like the baby's never coming Yeah, out. It's never going to happen. And we are like seeing the baby's head. We're yeah. like. So we had to be like, the baby is coming. And like, that's when you are doing it. it. And that's when you're like,
1: feel your baby. They're like, no. And you're like, please feel your baby. you like, you need to
2: know. This but even happening. then with her
0: feeling the baby, we had her feel her baby. And it was still, she still times yeah. was like,
2: he's never coming. Yeah. It's, it's not, not going to happen. <laughs> and I, at that point, I'm like in it. I'm like ready. Yes, yes. On. It's happening. I'm like, Jane. Don't be ridiculous. Like, the baby is coming. Of course done. your baby's you, coming. You, you've it's-
0: got past this point. We've got this now. And so, like, she was just so strong. So she got on her hands and knees, or on, just on her knees, and, like, her husband was on the couch, and she was, like, hugging his neck. Which Aww, he like... did.
2: He made it clear he was not a catcher. No. <laughs> did not want to be no, a catcher. No, he's not, not a Southman. He wanted to be up he's north. He's a northerner. Yes. But he had never...
0: Been that involved? That in involved. he had yes. just been
2: next to her, but not. And she had him in a full out chokehold. Yes, like it was. Head. Was his face turning purple? Oh man, it was awesome. So
0: he was just holding her, and she was holding his neck. And we kept having to like push her butt up off she the couch. Kept trying to
2: sit on because she was pushing so hard. Like she'd she start up, squat down. Yeah, and mm-hmm. she'd squat and sit. And I'm trying this. So there's pictures of Katie and I each have like yep. one of her sides of her butt. I and think I'm at pushing one point I had I like a knee,
1: like pulling her. <laughs> so <laughs> absurd. But at that point, you do whatever
2: the hell you have i'm not do. gonna stop her I, at one yeah. point i was like jane you're kind of sitting on your kid's head i really need you to just lean on gary a little more and that's why she kept getting like yeah. more and more up in gary's yep. head
0: and but, so then so the baby came out fully in the call fully uh, in the call fully posterior right. but fully she, posterior fully in the call yeah is that the pushing, photo that you guys posted yes. yeah
2: it was awesome she started pushing at eleven ten, and his head didn't come out until eleven forty seven. Yeah. So she pushed full out for t- 30 37 minutes, yeah. 37 minutes? Mm-hmm. and that might not seem a lot to was some a, people, sorry, but for a, a
0: person who's had this is their third, third baby, okay. like that's a pretty long. Sometimes
1: this. I mean, well, three's not always a wild card, but a lot of people yeah. say that.
0: <laughs> so then it was just that posterior baby. It probably had nothing to do with the
2: yeah. fact that it was the
1: third. Oh, <laughs> it was terrible.
2: So. No so then we he, had time so his head came out yeah i think his head was out his head was out for almost two whole minutes so i remember like um just covering her bottom yeah because we and always make sure we always that. make sure it's covered and i was like just get in here and get some close-ups yes. like like that's all i could think of was like get a picture of this baby in, in, the, call. Deck, in yeah. the call mm. completely posterior his little lips were moving it was mm-hmm. so cute And it was just, it was crazy. And you did. You got some really good shots. I made a
0: rookie mistake, too, though, at that time because. When you're used to seeing, when I'm used to seeing posterior babies come out po- fully sunny side up, you're usually looking at them from the top and you're looking at their face. Mm-hmm. So when I was looking at her from like the side, I was like, wait, he's not posterior. You said yeah. that. And Katie was like, yes, he is. We're looking at it from the side. I'm like, oh, she's that's right. on her right. hands and I'm knees, looking at Je- the back of his head because I'm looking at her back. <laughs> Katie not- goes, she's on her hands and knees, Jess. It's like, like okay, I've been awake for a long time. So <laughs> <you> just- <laughs> shush shush katie in the words of jen shush. Well, <laughs> shush. Uh, it was
2: funny because katie usually like she's just so awesome like she'll stand she likes to stand back a little bit but yeah. then she'll reach in and do things right i feel in like there. when you stand back you get like a good perspective right. so, so at one kind of point the whole picture she like she saw me trying to not because i'm touching the baby and i'm and i'm trying to support her and i so i didn't want to put my gloves anywhere else so i'm like trying to hold her butt up like with an elbow or yep. with my wrist and my face is like right up to her butt and i'm <laughs> yeah. like really close with jane and so finally katie comes in with both hands kind of like you had done for meredith yeah, the next at spur. that story that we'll tell and she's like behind me pushing as hard as she can with both of her hands and i'm holding the baby's head and there's a picture of all of us like touching oh jane's butt i would have been hilarious <laughs> if we got
1: photos like some of those photos like i'm all about clients not getting pictures yes so them, but sometimes i oh, wish people so could good. see
2: What the hell you have to do. The stuff that we we were in some wacky
0: positions. Yeah. And you don't
2: know it's happening and so many births, like they'll say, Oh, look at this picture I got of you and I'm like, I don't remember that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. At all. So she did it. She She pushed out her baby. I actually didn't I actually moved then the call away before his body came out because I'm tired of babies sucking in call. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And all the stuff. But and then she was just like, I can't believe like she just couldn't. Believe that that had happened. Like she kept going. I, I just, I don't even know what to say right now. Like that was ridiculous. Yeah,
0: and so I just want to point out in a story like this, there's so many different strengths than in the the story that we're gonna Mm -hmm. tell. So because I don't think I said that before, it but it's like it's not about the kind of birth you have. Like there's different. So you can have to be the strongest person in the world having a planned cesarean while also having to be the strongest person in the world going through a birth that isn't going yeah. the way you think it's going to. There's so, so many different forms of like power, power in and strength. And I
1: feel like like we talk about that a lot in our like owning your birth story episode yeah. where it's like, it's not so much like the outcome matters. I'm not minimizing yes. that, but so much of it is about like the power you feel and whatever your birth is. Yeah.
2: Um, I got a text from one of our moms. Um, If I can read it,
0: yeah. Aww. She said, I Love just, li- just in response to what you're saying about yeah. how
2: all births are different, she said, I just listened to your podcast on redemptive births. Um, y'all asked what makes a, b- <laughs> y'all, y'all, <laughs> y'all asked what makes a birth redemption redemptive. She said, I don't think it always means getting the birth you were hoping for because I think I've had at least two redemption births. I just know that, oh, I lost it. Hold on. I just know that after all those years that I could actually have a baby, I really think. This birth would have been redemptive no matter how she was born, as long as she was healthy. Um, my next one also felt redemption to me to have that much physical pain somehow helped me work through years of emotional pain from walking through my own and my friend's um, miscarriages and losses. So she's just saying like what we're saying is that mm-hmm. it's not always what you think it's going to be. And then she said her easiest birth ended up being her worst postpartum. Yeah. But her worst, hardest, most intense birth ended up being her best postpartum. So we yeah. just never know. How it's gonna turn out? Yeah,
0: so it's like it's different levels of strength. So I want to say in this situation, or not, like maybe not levels, not levels, different kinds, like, t- ty- types, yeah. types. So there's yeah. like, so I feel like in Jane's story, like she had so much physical strength because like her ability to just and, keep like, commitment right like to continue
1: yeah. to keep doing physical strength doing. like
0: her ability to get in all these crazy wacky positions while she's been having contractions and been all night all along like but then her her <sighs> mental strength and like to continue going when it's like the baby's coming yeah. the baby's not coming the baby's coming the baby's not coming like that is so overwhelming
1: yeah and i want to say too like i'm not like i agree with what you're saying but I also feel like every birth that ha- has like physical emotional mental spiritual strength in it they're just like different kinds of strength so like like she had physical strength and that she kept pushing. She had mental yes. strength that she kept going. She had emotional strength that she never gave up. Yes, and like whatever. And then know, the other births, they all have those
0: things just in different ways. Yeah, because
1: even like you know the story that we're about to talk about. Like even for those clients who end up having plans cesareans, can you imagine physically holding space for all of yep. the changes that you experience and in the a stuff C-section? that happens? It's
0: so much. Yeah,
1: it would. I mean, like the fact that like people's blood pressure doesn't shoot through the freaking roof with the idea yeah. of blood plan like that you know it's just so it's just the it just different kinds to go through that
0: we are so much stronger Mm -hmm. than we think we are whatever the situation but i wanted to share um from jane's point of view she sent me a text uh, because i asked her you know about her feelings about how she felt and where she got the strength from and so she said honestly i have to attribute the majority of my strength to being in my own home and the people that i was surrounded by I was literally holding on to my husband for strength and was surrounded by three women I trusted completely. Drawing on that security and the feeling of being completely supported gave me that tiny push to keep going when i felt like i couldn't possibly last another contraction you and kim she sent this to me so jess and kim would calmly and confidently offer a suggestion that reminded me we were far from being out of options or gary would say something simple like you've got this at just the right moment i remember reminding myself that i had done this before and once i was upright on the couch pushing i knew i was in the home stretch the idea of seeing Casey soon, and honestly having no more contractions, gave me the final ounce of strength to finish. <laughs> oh,
1: that's awesome! And so amazing. So, and like yeah. that's the thing too. It's like so many women don't take credit for their own power also they like attribute it to like who was with them and i'm not I saying have that could team... without you and i'm like no yeah. no <laughs> it <laughs> is not that the birth team is important but like so many women just don't understand what they've what accomplished the... and for so themselves. i think that
0: it's a combination of those two things because what she's like we realized as the birth team that all of that strength was always inside of her right and she just tapped into it right but there is also that acknowledgement that if you have people around you that aren't helping you tap into that strength um and so it is really important to choose your birth team people that you trust people so that they can help you tap into your own strength because you you're the one who does it whenever somebody right. says it to me i couldn't done it without you i'm always like it's just that we like, like you did space
1: for you to do that so
0: much yeah. and it was all you like i'm glad that i was able to help you realize how strong you are but really you're the one that's the badass mm-hmm. that is like mm-hmm. you just I, you're just amazing yeah. This just giving me chills yeah. you guys Ooh.
2: I mean, choosing a relationship is no different than choosing a best friend or a partner. I mean, yep. it's a relationship. So yeah. you got to pick the right one and you encourage and each other. And you're either going to
0: get the most out of it or it's going to take away from your life. Mm-hmm. But
2: suck you dry forever. Yes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wait, <laughs> Thank- what are we talking about? Yeah.
0: But <laughs> I'm just thankful you guys yeah. give me life. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> but Jane, you're such a badass. We have uh, to go to break. Yes. Um, but when we come back, we're going to talk about our other birth story that we had. Yeah. Um,
2: I would like for, okay. Yeah, we'll do that all right anyway we love you jane cue the music
0: oh yeah so today's sponsor for our episode is us we started our Patreon recently, and there are special benefits that you can get just by being a patron of our podcast. So, if you love our podcast and you would love to support us and putting out more great content, um, sign up for our Patreon. There's three different levels of support that you can give. Any little bit goes a long way in uh, helping us be able to continue making this podcast a reality. And for everyone who is supporting us already, um, we adore you. We thank you so much. Um, And we look forward to entertaining you guys for a long time to come. All right. Let's go back to our episode. Welcome back from that delightful break. So delightful. So
1: delightful. You just jinxed me. Now I'm going to be really quiet the whole time and not hold my mic the right way. No, you won't.
0: I did just tell her that she's been doing a really good job at being... Doing a good job with
1: her volume. I felt like a really annoying daughter in that moment. You're we Like, I didn't have to worry about you for the last
0: couple episodes. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so obnoxious. As if this <laughs> isn't hard enough to edit our bullshit out. <laughs> Don't be. It's not. I love listening to our bullshit. <laughs>
1: I
2: hope you edit out some from earlier because it was me talking a lot about my inability to be politically correct. No,
1: it wasn't that. You're just speaking for. Oh my god, you're doing it right now though. You're about to
0: create more. Okay, than let's you're talk to add. about. I'm not going to.
2: I want to talk about Olivia. Let's talk about Olivia. I want to talk about
0: Olivia too. I love her and no. how badass and Olivia and Olivia how badass Olivia is with the things that she has gone through and I, I okay. to give
2: birth to her huge She's one of the strongest people huge I know. nugget of a baby.
1: Only she, met her that. One and a half times. Yeah, it was magical.
2: We decided it was an entire rotisserie chicken. Yeah. Not a nugget. That's just ridiculous. So I only want to tell um, like part of my like from what I was seeing and from what I was talking with her. I'm hoping she actually at one point will feel like writing in her like her version of how she was feeling because pressure,
1: but you're literally one of the most entertaining people we know. She'll do such a better job than us. You're so funny. She's
2: so funny, but I have to, I want to start with talking about when I met her prenatally because, um, I had not met her. I had, I knew her sister, but, um, not her. And I didn't know anything in advance because we were super busy. And then right before I walked in to meet her, I read her previous birth story, which was hard, which was insane i don't i well she put it into her own words, but I wasn't expecting it in her chart, yeah, and I was completely taken back by it, like she lost her her son, yeah, it was hor- it was a horrible, horrible, horrible moment, um so I'm reading it, and i'm I'm not very emotional, we know this, I can be, but I started crying.
0: You're a be- lot more emotional than you think.
2: I, I am. I must be. I just, not only when it's, I don't know. I don't know. So I start crying We're a little. We're not going
0: to dive into your psyche right now. The no.
2: Of the yeah. There's so many. Got to get through the shell first. It's like an almond. It's like an almond in here. Salty and delicious. shell isn't
1: that thick. I think you're more like Pistachio? a. Pistachio? You're more
2: like a castle. Pistachio. Being, like being, a six, being, six
1: foot outer wall.
2: I know almond shells aren't. Okay. I was trying to be funny. I, you failed. I failed. Okay, whatever. That's
1: why we let Jess do the humor.
2: I know. I give up. It's <laughs> not. We're good, just snuggling. Today is not right working now. for me in regards to humor great. or anything else. Keep going. <laughs> so, so what? I I was behind. So I read the story, had some tears, and I was like, oh my god! Now I have to walk in there and talk to this woman. Ha! Mm-hmm. Ah. And so I walked in, and I was like, I'm so sorry. I Read story and I cried. So I'm sorry I did <laughs> Let's that. Let's lay like, this out <laughs> on the table. Crying. I don't usually look like someone punched me in both eyes, but I had a, an emotional reaction. I don't know what else to say. And then her reaction was like, just so like loving and like, please, please don't ever. That's I am afraid that you will be afraid to take care of me. Essentially was her response. Like, does that story scare you away? From helping, can you me.
1: imagine like something like that? Thinking that you were not like that, people aren't going to want to take care of you no. because of that. Mm-hmm. I can't even imagine. If anything, you deserve like the
2: most best, powerful, care ever. beautiful
1: care in the world.
2: So it was, and then so that threw me too. I was like, how can you be worried about me when my job is to take care of you? And you went through all that you're fucking awesome right off the bat. Like, I don't even know what else to say. Yeah, so I don't know. We may have fallen in love in that moment. It could have been that moment. Maybe it was all of our other appointments. But this woman has been through... I feel
0: like we could write a song about it. It would be we like could. me worrying about you, worrying about me, worrying about you, worrying about worrying me. Worrying about
2: you. I was just worry saying like about that's about the me. worst song to sing
1: it to,
0: <laughs> but that's the only one I can think of. <laughs> <laughs> I want to worry about you. What do I worry about me? <laughs> so, <laughs> so much validation. I think Olivia so much could validation. sing.
2: She answered her phone once and she was like, this is something, something. And I was like, Olivia she goes yeah that was me I was like oh my god (laughs) she had the most sexy like radio (laughs) voice this is Olivia's phone or something like that and I was like wait did I call the wrong number what's happening anyway so our prenatal care went I mean every visit I'm like you don't put her in for less than an hour you can't I was late to everyone else after talking to her she's Mm -hmm. so funny and she's been through so much but every time I would say So I know this has happened in the past. I know it's probably hard. She would come back with like the most amazing, beautiful response that was like, I have uh, clearly she's processed healthy, you know, and just just uh, like meeting
1: her for a second. You can feel her joy and her light. And it's just amazing when you meet people like her who've been through what they've been through and they're still just like so radiant and giving and selfless. It's insane.
2: Right. So it just I was obviously going to fight tooth and nail to attend her birth. I actually didn't even ask Jen. I just told her that was going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> so Jen was like, "Uh, okay. And then I walked out of the room real quick. So I didn't have to like have the conversation. And then later I was like, I'm really sorry about the way I put that. I should have asked you if you were okay with it, but I didn't really care if you were or not. <laughs> also, does that make it worse? <laughs> <You> know, anyway. <laughs> Probably. So we. Also,
1: this is about Olivia not about us. So... Right. But,
2: <laughs> but that's where I went. That's where that's not true. I have said for a very long time and oddly had just had a conversation with you or you or somebody about I wasn't going to get overly involved with clients anymore. Emotionally attached. Emotionally attached. Because you would
1: never be off call.
2: Right. Or like or just I'm not going to overdo it. And I just talked to Chuck and I shit you not when we were going on our trip, I was like. I'm not I'm going to do a better job about not being emotionally attached to people because then I overdo it and then I miss all our family stuff and I'm not going to do that again. And then we Olivia walked in and then there was Olivia. So but I was I I scheduled our family trip. She wasn't due yet. I mean, she was going to be like 36 weeks. So it was not a big deal. And um, Jen texted me from her appointment saying that her blood pressure was up yeah and she she knew that her blood pressure had been like we need to just pay close attention to it and i was like oh what do you mean mm-hmm. how up how up are we talking so i was like don't panic <laughs> like yeah because this is
0: hard because it's like this is another person like we want this birth yeah. to be oh you're the birth th- your absolutely messages of yes. this whole conflict
1: unfolding were so hard because it was just like we could just you're like doing feel it your conflict in it, it oh was my like god so hard it was your friend to know that like you were going I mean I'm obviously what Olivia is going through is like 10,000 times worse, right but like it was no. so hard to witness and I was like it's not about trying me trying to
2: find balance <laughs> I, yes. I fell off the balance beam <laughs> so you know and it was like just getting to know her over those months and just falling in love with her and her husband is amazing and just I I I did that thing where I started like envisioning her birth like and then this is going to happen and then she's going to push out her baby and 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 it's be magical right and I don't do that usually because I go to births all the time so I don't need to think about future births because I'm going to see one tomorrow but (laughs) I was doing it I was so invested and, and involved and that was my fault so and I also was enjoying it so when I got that text I was like not a big deal Just you know, she's gonna go home. She's gonna rest. Well, it was a big deal. It ended up being a big deal. So, fast forward. You know, however much time goes by now, and she has to go be seen. Yeah. Um, her experience where she lost her son. She didn't lose him. I'm sorry. She was right. He was right there. But when he died. Yeah. It was horrible, and she didn't want to go back to that hospital. The experience wasn't good. Obviously, for many reasons, the experience so wasn't, wasn't just
1: good. The fact that her son died, there was a lot more to it than right. That.
2: So, so I reached out to the beautiful midwives that I had um, been talking to. They've been taking great care of our moms, and I was like, "Listen, I have this mom. I just care about her so much. Can you please just, even for her assessment, I didn't even want to send. Like,
1: please go above.
2: Please, it. please see her. Please, <laughs> she's so special." um can you please just see her and they're like what do you mean just to assess her like can't do you want her to go locally to be assessed and I was like no I want only you guys to to touch her or look at her um and so they did and um and that was uh Tracy and Katie who I was shouting out to last time so she did have high blood pressure
0: in pregnancy and there was a plan Well, it to... just started
2: at the very end. It wasn't mm-hmm. really yeah. happening until the very end and then yeah. it, all of a sudden it just shot up. Yeah. But they
0: made a plan that it w- she was going to have to be induced and
2: Well, originally I think they were going to they were thinking about letting her go home.
0: But then they looked at the baby size
2: um no. we didn't we didn't know how big oh, the baby was. Okay. So anyway, just like I said, I'm going to skip like She
0: did go home. She did go home and they were going to like just monitor her because they wanted her to get to 37 weeks or whatever oh
2: that's yes duh thank yeah. you how can i how do you remember these days see i was all traumatized i was gonna say you had a lot of <laughs> other things going on in your mind with yes her care she did go home and then we planned the we planned to um, they planned to induce her the following week so i felt really good about that i was like okay she's not so high blood pressure that she like so hypertensive that she it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. So they were like, it's fine. If it shoots up, come back. And so I was like, oh, good. Now I can go on my family trip, not worry about Olivia. When I get back, I'll go with her. And they said for they would make a special arrangement for me to come in and be involved as her doula just so we could be like, so she would have extra help. The whole thing was set up. Fantastic. Which yep. is
1: huge considering COVID right now. Huge. And, and, huge and I'm thing. not
2: saying they don't allow other people in. Maybe they are allowing doulas. I just didn't know. But it just made her feel like she could still have a good team not that Mm -hmm. and also I should say right I should say that like from the beginning she kept saying like as soon as they walked in the room I felt safe like Mm -hmm. she just kept like here she is watching the tower of the birth that we have built Crumbling down one piece at a time, and I'm the one that's like, "Oh my God, this is horrible!" And she's like, "Oh no, Kim, this is going to be fantastic. I'm going to be great. I'm going to be fine." Well, also, everyone's her great. She
1: felt safe in the context of her first experience, mm-hmm. where yes. she didn't feel safe. That's so important. But it just
0: goes back to our theme of the strength of people yeah. giving birth. That like, it's I like, I don't know
2: how she was. So she's positive. tapping into
0: this endless wall of strength when everything mm-hmm. seems to be crumbling around her, mm-hmm. and all her plans are changing, and, she's and she still to be just thankful and. Being like, her, like being the person she is, yeah. yeah.
2: And so it was, she was just so amazing about everything. Her husband's amazing. The, like, the midwives were awesome. Um, Their OB was phenomenal. Every, everyone that came in and talked to her, she said, I felt so respected. I felt, like, genuinely safe. And she, I'm like, if every person had this experience in the hospital. How different
0: would our world be? God, our yeah. world would
2: be different. So I was just so grateful to these people for treating her as she should be treated because she's such a special human. So, but then all people deserve that, but you are a special human. All Olivia. people deserve it. But in that moment, I didn't care about all people. Yeah. <laughs> I only cared about Olivia. So, but then they changed it. They were going to induce her while I was gone. On your two day trip. Right. Two days. When you
1: started panic texting us. And you could Panicking. You like your like such disappointment and yes madness. and
2: i was absolutely i didn't know what to do so we were on our way there and i'm like and chuck's like you're not going to be on your phone the whole time are you you know not you know, you know put your phone down I'm also
1: holding you accountable to what you said which was like and i was like absolutely
2: boundaries. not and then that happened and i was like oh my god mm-hmm. i'm panicking so i'm like texting I'm, I'm texting you i'm texting jen jen so in i wasn't putting my phone down like i said I was. Chuck was trying to like remind me of all these things I said, but he could see that I was getting upset. So finally he was like, if you're willing to go attend this person right now, I'll turn around. Like if that's what you want, I can tell you're upset. It means a lot to you. Like it's fine. We'll just, I'll take them myself. And I was like, Oh God, I can't do that. So that's when I had to like, be like, it's not about me. So anyway, she went into be induced Mm -hmm. and they did everything. All the things. everything. These midwives and this doctor tried absolutely everything from just Pitocin to breaking her water, a Foley catheter, like every single thing that you can imagine to get a baby out, they did it. And Olivia just kept doing it and kept doing it and kept doing it. Her contractions would start and then they would stop. Then they would start. Then they would stop to the point where the midwife was texting like, hey, do you know how big this baby is? And I was like, no, but what does it matter? She's 36 weeks. Like what, what does that matter? And she's like, I don't know. I just, we're kind of starting to feel like this kid is big. And I'm like, "Bah! it was, he was. So in the end, and I'm skipping like the entire thing, but. So, hope that Olivia so will but there's also we
0: want to hear her story I hear, but imagining it from her perspective like she's going through all these things she's wanted a vaginal birth so bad wanted an out of hospital birth they're doing all these things
2: everything they Nothing can imagine working. they're and, monitoring her blood pressure and all the only thing I can do to help her and and I Chuck kept saying like it's not about like I had to be reminded it's not about you like I'm like yeah. all I can do is text her like she's going through all this stuff her husband's going through all this stuff But her like
0: emotional and physical strength oh not even God. knowing
2: what she's going through physically like it was amazing so
0: but she's like holding it together through all this stuff just not working and yeah. then they yeah. get her, to and the her point- husband was
2: super strong too he kept like being there for her he never left her side also you
1: have to think too like the more things aren't working the more she has to let go of her vision of and what she it was. could be and she also has like this previous birth was such like a sad horrific story like i can't even imagine like trying to hold that fear at bay as things like aren't working out for her and i think there was a
2: balance for her like she kept saying things like i don't want a c-section i want to avoid a c-section at all costs however i want to hold this baby in my arms i want to breastfeed this baby like i want to meet this baby i don't care how he i mean i care but that's not the important the important part so her mindset like how she stayed so strong I'm panic texting, and she's like, "Kim, everything is perfect. These people are amazing. My husband's amazing. The whole world's amazing." And I'm like, "How oh, are you so much?"
1: I'm thinking about it.
2: I know. It. You know oh. why? You know why? Because she's so strong. No, it's because uh. she's a legend. She is a legend, <laughs> we Olivia. Still
0: watched it. <laughs> the legend. A
2: legend among women. So, I, so hopefully she'll write in with more detail about like what she was feeling and what she went through, but. Um, but in the end she did she she called me and we chatted for a minute. She said, such and such isn't working. um the baby is starting to like there was just some question about how the baby was tolerating everything, and so she said they recommend a c section, and I asked if they could do a, B and C, and they offered to try for one hour with the understanding of the risk and so we chatted and I said. If the risk truly does come to play, then your husband can't be there with you. You're going to be asleep. You're not going to see this kid until you wake up. Like, you could do one hour so you feel like you tried everything. But at this point, you've literally done everything everyone in the world has told you to do. You have practically stood on your head, like Jane. You've done all the things. What is one more hour going to do? But one more hour, you could say, do you think I could process for an hour? Oh, I think they wanted to turn up the pit or something. That So the baby was fine. So it was like, you could just say, could I have one hour to process and wrap my head around the fact that I'm now having a cesarean, which is the opposite of what we had planned from conception. And she was like, I think I'm going to do that. And no
1: one values that, honestly. I, or like, not that no one does, because obviously in the situation, they created space for that. But I feel like that's so undervalued. Right.
2: Take a minute. So yeah. I said, if they feel like an hour is, is safe, then ask for that hour to just like, whether you want to meditate or pray or, or just process or whatever works for you guys. Mm -hmm. And so that's what they did. And then she had a C-section and it was beautiful. They, they took colostrum from her breast swabbed the baby with it immediately awesome. skin to skin she got to see the baby she got to do all of the things that she asked for they respected her mm-hmm. they didn't just respectfully do it they happily did it yeah. she so felt amazing so supported and so safe and so she knew i still have to recover from this ridiculous abdominal surgery this is not what i wanted but it went beautifully as far Mm -hmm. as unplanned births could go and she just kept celebrating that where her strength was coming from I really don't know but I and then this kid ended up weighing 10 pounds (laughs) 11 11 ounces ounces. and she sent me a picture and I was like oh my god where the hell were you all wrong (laughs) where were you putting this thing like and her her weeks couldn't have been that off (laughs) like where were you putting it but (laughs) So hearing, hearing the other things from her side, whether she writes in or not, like that's going to fill in the gaps, but just the strength that it must have taken for her after, you know, having the loss of her first son to knowing her second son was coming in a way she didn't want, continuing to be strong for everyone, including her weak, pathetic midwife who just kept crying. You're so dumb. (laughs) But she was so amazing and, and I can't wait to see her. I get to go see her next week at home, so... So
0: Olivia actually ended up texting us after we uh, finished recording this episode, and she had a couple things that she wanted us to add in um, from her point of view. And so she said that even though this birth was not the birth I planned for, as soon as I saw my enormous child covered in vernix and bigger than anyone had any clue he would be, everything clicked. I have no regrets. I do not mourn the loss of a home birth because we needed to be right there in that hospital with all of those amazing people surrounding us and caring for us one after the other from start to finish. And she also wanted to make sure that you guys understood how amazing every single person was to them um, at every level from doctors to nurses to admit that they met at the hospital Fair Oaks. People need to understand that there is a place they can go where not only do they not have to be afraid, but that they will be heard, respected, and truly cared for. They will not just be a number. Thank you so much for sharing that, Olivia. So, yeah, it was a completely 100% different story. Right. And yet, but like
2: still the strength well and then instead of going home he ended up in the NICU for yeah. a little while which is a whole yeah. other like that's the a whole amount other
0: strength that takes to be a NICU mom is yeah. like oh so now like she's so then she's she's pumping
2: she's like not sleeping she's pumping she's like and still maintaining an amazing outlook on everything yeah.
1: and I'm telling you like that hour to like internalize and own your story can make such a big difference because how many births do we attend where the mom is just like I need a minute I need a minute and then you give them that
2: smack her on the ass and tell her to shut up well and keep that situation going. was
1: a little bit different but like just taking that time to kind of like not I don't want to say it's about control because like you don't really have control but even just to like take that minute to like be able to internalize everything that's going on right now
0: Sorry. And that's so true. But before we close out, because we do have to close out the episode, there are women who go through similar situations and don't keep their shit together. And that's okay too, oh, because yeah. even while you're not keeping your shit together, your strength you're going through and just so much. surviving what mm-hmm. you're surviving yeah. is unspeakable you don't have to like
1: acknowledge what's happening or appreciate it like there will be time for that just like yes you don't you have, have you to can be do in that moment to make it through you don't
0: have to be the stoic happy positive badass to still be that well of strength and anything because just surviving what you're surviving makes you the biggest badass on the face of
2: the planet Yeah, absolutely and and i think i think that for olivia's story like what she had been through in the past she probably kept thinking this is not you know like an unplanned c-section for some people is the worst their worst experience this is not this was not her worst experience and god damn i wish every hospital provider could be this Amazing, Like,
0: be this amazing. Everybody deserves to have that kind of support. And so we have to end out the episode. But I just want to say, like, before we even do our cheers, like, cheers to Jane. Cheers to Olivia. Like, we love you guys. And all of our other
1: moms we talked about. All the other moms.
0: And I just want to say, just like, for any any birthing person, the things you go through, and no matter how you handle it or what happens, like, you are all so strong and you deserve the most respect in the world and everyone deserves for everyone to say to them for what they go through and bringing their children into the world. Cheers! Cheers. We love you guys. You're You're amazing. amazing!